0: I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about as well is that there's obviously a lot of very, very talented players that are coming out to the at the academy so far, and I think somebody that we wanted to mention as well is somebody that we've seen, I've been extremely impressed when I've seen her on the a uh, couple of times, is, is Scout Wilson Bonner, um, yeah. uh, world champion, winning at the, the Champion of Champions Invitational in Ireland last week. What, what can you tell us about Scout that, you know, those out there that haven't, haven't heard of her and... How, how how does it how does her future look in terms of uh, her, her golfing aspirations?
1: Well, I think her, her future looks very bright, but just just to go back a second and I'll move back on to Scout. Yeah, yeah, we have these games and targets, it's all fun and games, but we people as soon as kids get engaged with golf, yeah. we make the games much more golfy. And yeah. uh, I've got loads of really, really good games um which squeeze more and more golf technique into it. Yeah. But I would say, moving on to the – I just, just wouldn't want people to think um, – I do hear about golf uh, coaches, gamifying golf, and it's a game from start to finish, but we do yeah. elevate it to golf golf course, yeah. specific challenges. But, um, yeah, Scout, I would say the unusual thing about Scout and the unusual thing about any champion is the drive, you know. And I said this to the kids. You might have heard me say it at one or two of the – at the presentations you've been to. If Tom Tommy only liked golf when he was winning at the highest level, he'd have liked it six times. Yeah. That's in thousands and thousands and thousands. So you've got to learn to enjoy the process. And I'd say for mums and dads, that's what you need to push, uh, uh, push the kids towards, enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. They're out in the fresh air. They're playing a the game. And they're having fun. They're not under any pressure. Yeah. You know, If you want, tried to make your child become a concert pianist and they didn't like the piano, you've got no chance. So it's just nudging them in the right direction. But with Scout, she loves to practice. She's extremely determined and uh, she wants to win. Um, her dad uh, has played a bit of golf and he's quite technically minded. He's an engineer. So we have a relationship where he sends me lots of WhatsApps and things and I answer them and I use him or, um, as, a, as a co-coach. So okay. we sort of work together as a team on that one. Yeah. Some golf coaches might think, you know, well, he's, he's strained out of his remit there. I'll, I'll be the coach and you be the dad. I think there's a lot of merit in that. Yeah. But when you've got a dad who is quite knowledgeable, and they've got a good working relationship with the coach, at the end of the day, the dad, in your case, with Isaac, you're going to spend an awful lot more time with him than me. So it's empowering for you to grasp in its entirety what the coach is wanting Isaac to work on or fine-tune, and you can really help him. So those relationships work well, and uh, that's what scouts got. But I'd say, like, in general, you know, Scout's extremely determined and she's attended thousands of balls. Well, that's unusual. You know, most kids uh, want to play games that their other mates are playing, whatever it is Xbox, PlayStation, or anything. There's nothing wrong with that. That's normal. Yeah. Champions are slightly out of the norm. <laughs> but we're giving them a chance to see if they want to step into that arena. Yeah. And yeah, it's really, really nice to see um, Scout actually getting getting something back for those hundreds and hundreds of hours of practice she's put in.
0: It's great that obviously you've got that relationship with her dad as well. And obviously she's got that relationship with her dad. Um, A couple of previous uh, podcasts that we've done, we've touched on the importance of the positive parenting side, you know, not putting that pressure on the child and, you know, letting the coach coach as well. um, Yeah so yeah it isn't you know about being there and putting that pressure on and saying you've got to do this and you've got to do that it's about letting the child grow and develop and obviously keeping that natural drive and that natural interest and like you said all along with the games and things keeping it fun keeping them engaged in a very fun way um so yeah, yeah it's, it's nice to hear that you know obviously you've got that relationship with scout and scout's dad and i'm sure with many many other parents that um yeah you know you've been working with as well so yeah. Yeah. No. I think. I think. Um, yeah. I, th- I think one of the main things that we've we're learning, and I think I've, I've I still find as a challenge is now it was Isaac's fourth tournament he's he's played in yesterday, and and I think that what I notice is that every child is different. I'm trying to be the best positive role model for my son, and I think that there's very unique behaviours within every single child. So it's all, So there isn't a rule book. Essentially, is that it's working. You know every child's got their own learning method, they all see things the different way. And I think that what I'm learning is that in, instead of trying to keep things fairly, you know, fairly generic, it's, it's just to enjoy that process of, of him getting better. And I think that one thing I've seen, um, my, my background in snooker is I've seen very talented people get overcoached that have shown very yeah. a lot of talent very early on because their dad's 100%. To be the, so, so their dads wanted them to be the next Stephen Hendry. They've changed their cue action. They've, they've, they've re-drilled them. Whereas I think there's yeah. an element of, you know, that sort of rawness and, and natural ability sort of needs to be blended and refined with ultimately awesome. the fundamentals of the, you know, of the golf swing, I suppose.
1: You're 100% right. That's like one, one of my pet themes. You can only be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And I often say it to the kids.
0: If I lost
1: weight, stretched myself, grew my hair long like Tommy. (laughs) And I I did play in the Open qualifiers. I never got there, but I got close. Let's say if I did next year, make it into the Open, well, let's say my dream venue, Royal Burkdale. And guess what? I ended up in a playoff with Tommy Fleetwood. Who's going to be the better Tommy Fleetwood, him or me? So I can only ever be me. And so many people in life, end up being a pale imitation of somebody else. So I always say to the kids, you are absolutely unique. You need to be the best version of yourself and you've got unique qualities that only you bring to the table. So let's be the best version of you. Yeah, Yeah. we can look at golfers who do things well and we can copy certain elements of what they do. But I 100% believe in letting people express themselves and their own unique set of talents, and yeah, yeah let that, let that, let that come out. Over coaching is an absolute catastrophe. Yeah. Nobody, nobody is coached to world stardom. They they get bitten by it, and they develop a way of repeating something efficient, and it might get fine tuned. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I agree with you hundred percent. I think golf and snooker have got a lot of similarities. There's quite a lot of thinking time. There's a yeah. intense concentration and effort combined with relaxed flow. So yeah. golf, golf, and snooker have got a lot of similarities, and snooker players often make good golfers. But yeah, one of my one of my key themes in life and a transferable skill be the best version of you, whatever it is that you're doing.
0: Yeah. No, fantastic. I think, yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I've noticed. And and I think that when you when you look at the kids that are obviously with you, and you know, we've seen a few more of them at the at the at the events, is that they there's there's just there, everything's there isn't a carbon copy approach. Like the two yeah. boys that played with us yesterday, I think it was Louie and Johnny, I think. Johnny was one, and I think Louie came third. Yeah. We were, Isaac was in the same four ball. And I, I thought what was very interesting two boys that have come out of that setup but look very very unique in their own way and their own yeah, approach yeah. which is really good to see for that reason because I think yeah. it's, it's almost if you go too robotic and everybody's the same you, you, you know you're, ne- you're never going to get the results there needs to be that individual flair that's coupled with that you know with that sort of uh, methodical approach as well I suppose.
1: Yeah I, I, absolutely I, I like sort of methodical approach in the things that you can control the setup, the aim, your practice routines in terms of how you actually propel the ball and the engine for your golf swing. We're all different. We're yeah. all physically different and world-class golf has been played a number of ways. And uh, if you can't see that as a coach, you're daft. I and can't. if you, in my, in my opinion, if you've got a method that you try to impose on every golfer, um, then that you, you're going to lose half of them and you're limiting your audience yeah. So I've got my own technical ideas, but I've got several different variations. And if somebody does something slightly unusual that jars uh, with my core beliefs, but it works anyway, I'll, I'll leave it alone. Yeah, and we we move up, we move on to other things. If you can repeat it, and you can control that club face and deliver it back to the ball, looking at the target, and you can get the angle of attack right, you're in business.
0: Brilliant.